Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am talking all about ways that you can keep your students active through online learning. Online learning poses a lot of challenges for us, and one of these is being able to keep our students engaged and actively participating in our online lessons. But we all know how hard that can be for our students in the classroom, never mind through a computer screen. One of the best ways that I have found to be able to see my students engaged is to also keep them active. Sitting in front of a screen continuously just doesn't work. They really need to be up and moving every so often in order to bring their focus and attention back to me. If you want to learn more about how movement really helps, you can head back and listen to one of my older podcast episodes all about movement breaks. But today I'll just touch on it lightly because I want the focus of this episode to be me giving you ideas to keep students active. I think we're all quickly realising that this year, more than ever, we have less and less time available. So I don't want to take up too much of your time on a podcast episode. I would rather get straight to the filling of the sandwich and give you all that juicy information that you need. So basically, when students are moving, their blood and oxygen flow increase in their body, including the brain. So all of this has a positive effect on cognitive development. This is able to activate parts of the brain that focus on attention, planning, memory and information processing. And all of this is going to lead to a better learning experience. And most importantly, having that movement break really helps to boost your mood. So for me, I like to add in a few movements throughout each of my daily sessions and I try and mix it up a bit so my students don't get bored of the same things over and over. Also, all of the resources and ideas that I mentioned today, I'm going to try and include links to as many of them as possible in the show notes so you can just quickly grab them and start using them with your students too. So first of all, I always start my online lessons with all of us eating breakfast together. It gives everyone a chance to turn up without the panic of missing out on the first few minutes. Maybe if someone's running late or maybe there's technical issues. It also means we can all just sit and eat together, relax, communicate. Just have that really smooth start to the session. We don't want to just plow straight into work. After this, we have our morning meeting which although it's still done through a screen, I really do try and get the students to interact with me and each other so we can wave to each other when we're saying hello, we can sign along to songs, we can just do little things that get them actively taking part and moving without just sitting and staring at me through the screen. Then we dive into our first lesson. After our first lesson is done, and when I say lesson, these are really short bursts. So just like I would do in a classroom, In fact, they're probably a lot shorter than what I would do in the classroom because I have to factor in the fact that they're sitting behind a screen and not actively sitting next to me and participating. So they usually last between five and ten minutes. This is the time that I have found I can keep my students engaged for. Your students may last a lot longer than that. Again, it all differs for our students and our classrooms. 
So I'll get us all doing something like yoga once that first lesson is done. We could do normal yoga poses or I might pull up some fun animal yoga videos on YouTube and we'll all do a couple of these moves before diving back into work again. So then we'll work for maybe another five to ten minutes and then I might send students on a treasure hunt around their house. So I may give them an instruction like go and find me something that's blue or find me something from your kitchen, find me something soft. You're still getting them to really think about your instruction, but they'll also be able to run her off around their house and they're actively moving while they hunt for something. After the treasure hunt, we'll talk briefly about what we found and use this as an opportunity for learning and then dive into more work again for another five to 10 minutes. Then we do a movement break. Now, this can be a variety of different things. So like I mentioned earlier on, I really like to mix things up so that my students don't get bored. Now, I want them in a routine where they know that they're going to be moving and a movement break is coming up, but I don't want them to memorize the exact movement that we do every day because then it becomes a chore and it's not as exciting anymore. So be sure to mix things up a little bit too. So I might put on a kid's exercise video on YouTube or Go Noodle. I might hold up movement cards and we'll copy the moves on those. I may play a game of Simon Says, but I usually change it to Nikki Says. And we use physical movements and everyone has to do them. So I could say, Nikki Says, wave your hands in the air. Nikki Says, stand up. Nikki Says, sit down. And then I may say, stand up and see who's listened enough where have I said that and they should do it or am I trying to catch them out? So it's just a little bit of fun. Whatever I do, I usually make this last for around five minutes to really get students moving and then we dive into our final work session. This again probably lasts around five to ten minutes. This last session is always a session that I can tweak on the go if needs be. If I find my students have had enough for that day, I can make it a little bit shorter. If they're really enjoying, I can make it a little bit longer. So I do try and keep that session for last. And after that, we end with a movement song. Again, I'll try and mix this up. It could be a song they can dance to. It could be a nursery rhyme when we copy the actions like row, row your boat. Singing hands are great for this on YouTube. We also like the learning station videos and Patty Shugler. So shake your sillies out or stand up, sit down. These are both great songs my students love and they're a fun way to end the day together. There are honestly so many quick and easy things you can do with your students to keep them active. You could have a special word like zap and when you say that word throughout the day, students have to stand up. Or you can use this for working on sight words or CVC words, any particular word you want students to work on. Maybe today you're learning about colours and the word is green. And every time you say green throughout the day, students have to jump around like a frog. Little things like this can keep students excited, engaged and actively listening for that word in order to be able to move about and have some fun. You can also set up challenges for your students outside of your lessons. So I know that TikTok has been huge this summer, but you don't have to use that app if you don't want to. You can video yourself doing some form of exercise or movement challenge and then send it home to students and ask them to see if they can copy it and send you videos back. 
Maybe it's something like running on the spot for 30 seconds or who can jump the most in one minute. These will not only get your students active and moving and having fun outside the lessons, but they'll also be working with technology as well. Now, depending on the age and ability of your students, you can ask them to edit their videos. Can they add text to the video? Can they change the color and make it black and white? Can they add music to the video? There are so many ways that you can differentiate it for your individual learners. So that is a wrap for this episode today. I hope that I've been able to give you some fun and easy ideas that you can put into action with your students to keep them active this year for online learning. Don't forget to head on over to the show notes, check out the links that I'm sharing over there for some of my favorite resources and videos to use for keeping students active. If you have a spare few moments available today, which I know how precious those few moments can be, especially when we're all gearing up for the new school year, but I would really appreciate you leaving a review on this podcast to let me know how helpful you find these episodes. And this will help other educators find this podcast too. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.